This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, April 21st, 2011. I'm Caleb Brown. The bachelor's degree is expensive. It doesn't deliver the value it promises, and it leaves employers scratching their heads about just what skills this BA confers upon the graduate. That according to political scientist Charles Murray, who spoke at the Cato Institute's New York City seminar April 8th, he argues something should replace the BA, and probably pretty soon. This audience is... Let's face it, you are not representative. Um, Most of you who have children, well, first place, almost all of you went to college. And uh, almost all of your children have gone to college. Um, They've probably been pretty successful at college because the children of parents who have both been quite successful tend to be pretty smart, too. This gets into issues, the, the bell curve that Ed doesn't want me to talk about. Uh, but the, that's the fact. Your kids are mostly pretty smart. And, and so college has not been for you probably a, uh, a bad experience. And even though it's really expensive, uh, some of you in the room who are rich beyond my wildest imagination didn't even notice the tuition. A lot of others are probably like me where, yeah, $40,000 a year is noticed. And it's, it's not fun to pay it, but it's also something we could do. This is not your typical situation with regard to college. And this is the, it's the, the typical situation with regard to the college, which has led me to adopt as my battle cry that the BA is the work of the devil. Here are the reasons I say that, and I'm not kidding. First, it is based on a fraud. And second, the BA is based on a con game. And third, the way they go about giving the BA is antediluvian. Let me take those one at a time. First, the fraud part. The college system that we have now exists where you say, well, you've got to go for four years and you've got to get that uh, that BA. The reason you've got to be there four years is because you're going to get a liberal education. You aren't simply going to be trained to learn a trade. You are going to become a cultivated human being. Well, I am a big fan of a classic liberal education. There are maybe four colleges in the country which, if you get a BA, and uh, you can be fairly confident that that person has gotten a liberal education. And I even say these with qualifications. The University of Chicago and Columbia still have pretty good core curricula. You know, if you get a BA from those places, yeah, more or less a liberal education. St. John's in Annapolis and St. John's in Santa Fe also do the same thing. I don't know of any others. I do know that Harvard and Yale and Princeton and Brown and the rest of them have distribution requirements which are a joke. but that's true of almost all colleges. There have been systematic studies done on this, and, and that you can come up with the outlandish examples. The problem is the outlandish examples aren't that atypical. At Duke, for example, you can fulfill your social science requirement by taking a course entitled College Culture and Drinking. <laughs> I heard applause over there. Now, I don't know whether that's for the course or for the concept or what, but... Uh, you know, we, we, you have all of these saccharine, wonderful images of a liberal education, and that's not what our children get when they go to college. And to say that they are getting it misrepresents fundamentally what's going on in those schools. A second 
reason we're supposed to send our kids four years to get their BA is so it'll be a chance for them to mature and to explore the world. It's kind of a bridge between being an adolescent and being an adult. And in fact, college did used to serve that function. When you left for college, and this is not being sentimental about the good old days, this is a fairly accurate statement of what college was like for those of you who were in it, let's say, prior to 1965. <clears throat> um, I guess that's not that many of you. Uh, before, prior to 1965, in the first place, your relationships with your professors were much closer to a relationship with a supervisor or boss on the job than they were the relationship you had with high school teachers. Uh, it was more distant, uh, and there were also a whole lot fewer excuses, which is to say that if the paper wasn't submitted on time, the paper wasn't accepted. And you, if you missed an exam, as one professor I know used to say, if you missed the exam, you had better have a very good excuse, specifically a death in the family, preferably yours. Uh, <laughs> And if you miss the exam, you know, you flunk the course. More broadly, you were not living at home anymore, and your parents weren't looking after you, and also neither was the college staff, and you were supposed to take care of yourself. That has changed on both counts. Uh, you know, you can miss an exam, you can go in and argue for a higher grade because you're so broken up that you got a grade that didn't satisfy you. Uh, you have a residential staff. I think the term of art is res staff. That is dozens of people large, even in a small college. And the job of the res staff is to do what your parents do, basically. And instead of becoming a bridge to adulthood, the reality of a great many four-year colleges in this country is it is a way of prolonging adolescence. Okay, so those are the two aspects of fraud. Now the con game part. Why is, is it important for you to go get a college degree, my, my child? Well, it's because unless you have a BA, you won't even get interviewed for a job. And if you do get a BA, the econometricians have established that you will get a large wage premium. Both of those statements are empirically correct. What is the con game about it is, those two realities about the advantage of a BA have zero to do with what you learn while you are at college. Many of you in this room employ people. Somebody comes in and applies for a job at your place and they have a degree in European history. What do you know that that applicant knows that is going to be useful to you and that's the reason you want to have that person working for you? The answer is nothing. Uh, having a degree in, in a field like that or sociology or literature, you would know nothing at all about what they've learned. That's not what's important to you. You know two things as an employer because of the BA. You know first that the person has a certain degree of intelligence and you know that the person has a certain degree of perseverance. That's a really rough screen, but that's what you've got. And how do you more finely calibrate it? You more finely cal calibrate it by where the degree came from. And so you do look with a special interest, probably, at the graduate of Yale. Why do you do that? Because Yale admitted that person four years earlier as an 18-year-old. 
And the fact that that person survived the admissions process into Yale means you probably got some good raw material to work with. It's not because you are so convinced that what they learned at Yale made a big difference to you. So yeah, the, the, you, you, you do get a wage premium, but it's not because of anything you learned. And it's also true you do get the job interview, and you are not going to get the job interview if you don't have that BA. Another reality of life. It is a cheap, convenient screen for employers to use, even when holding a BA doesn't have anything to do with what's required for the job. Charles Murray is author of the books Losing Ground and The Bell Curve. He spoke at the Cato Institute's New York City Seminar April 8th. Learn more about education policy at Cato.org.